This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You know what, fuck <laughs> it. You know what, scratch it. I want Florida getting to the Stanley Cup final, okay? I want the Florida Panthers making a run so they convince the city, you know, to stay at home and watch the local act go for the cup. Maybe that will get Florida staying still. You know what the other worst state is? Arizona. Oh, Arizona. <laughs> are we hoping? Yo, does the world Florida live? Arizona final, man. Yo, can America save the most lives? Holy macaroni, dude! Can America, yes, America, be saved by a, a Stanley Cup final of a Florida and Arizona? Welcome, and let's start counting down. Hey, hey. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen here hey, on hey. Silky and Filthy, part of the Nux Misconduct Network. And Kyle, we are two weeks away from seeing NHL teams play each other. Of course, the asterisk is there. Hopefully it goes down. Hopefully everyone stays safe here in, sa- in phase three. But man, two weeks away, we're going to see exhibition hockey and a ton of great matchups, man. That's what I was writing about and i thought my story on the nux misconduct network which you should find tomorrow or today yes this comes out tomorrow so today yeah exactly my yeah. name kyle bound that's trevor bag silky and filthy I-, I was talking about that i named the the piece two weeks and change because it hit me it's right there bro it's right there bro yo it's it, it's it's 2020 things are moving quick these two and a half weeks are going to move really really quick and, and do you think do you think when sports are back in North America, life will be slower? Or do you think quicker? That's a great question, man. Because I, I feel like North I, America I right now, we're slower. moving. I feel as if North America really has started moving post May, June. Well, trying think, to pick up the pace and unwrongfully doing so, too. Like, there's a lot of cases out here. Oh, definitely, man. COVID. Well, look, I think we talked about it on another great show called Meanwhile in Canada, but we talked hey, about hey. how more people are crossing the border now. And it's mainly individuals going across. And, you know, they've opened up some guidelines. But, yeah, you still get people going across all the time. I mean, that being said, at least the NHL players, you know, they're required to go. They have the work permits. They're good to be over there. Um, but they're not there yet. So, I just, damn, I just, I, again, you hope everyone stays safe. Stay We're safe, stay possibly home. possibly two weeks away from sports NHL Sports are going to save the world. You know, Yo, it's sports North America may, for yeah, sure. Yes, sports may save North America. I just thought about that. Honestly, everyone might start staying home longer slowing down once again and there's a reason to do so i mean i'm looking back at the past i'm looking back at april yo we we fucked with staying at home because of tiger king and the michael jordan documentary you know and we were just told to do this new thing and that's you know stay at home spend time with your family don't get sick and we were kind of fucking with it it got kind of stale and old again north america moving to pick up the pace from may to june cases go up and now sports are here to tell us to shut the fuck up and sit down once again. Yo, sports, <laughs> straight up. Thank you. Definitely. I got this clap for them. Let's go. Hey, hey, oh, 
Oh, Silk and Filthy, Kyle Bow and Trevor Beggs, your home for puck talk and bullshit. What's up? What's up? What's up, Trevor? Well, I think one of the things I wanted to talk about today was just the biggest question facing each team heading into the dance. And maybe later as we get closer to the date, you know, we'll start talking about some previews, make our picks. But on this episode, like, what's the most fucked up thing about each team? What's the biggest pressing <laughs> issue with each team going into the dance? <laughs> the here, most man? fucked up thing with every team in the dance, bro. Okay, so who we started with? Who we started with? Well, we're starting the West Coast, right? Okay. So show okay. the West Coast buys. West Coast, best coast. We're going with the series that last week you called one of the top three series you're watching with Calgary and Winnipeg. So I'm going to look at Calgary first. Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah, and that's the first thing I thought of too. Will Johnny Gaudreau show up in the playoffs? That's the question I had for the Calgary Flames. I think John he will. He's he's failed in his last two opportunities, but he looked good against Vancouver in 2013 or 2015, I should say. Long time uh, but ago. again, five years ago, it felt it feels like seven years ago. You know, it doesn't feel like it was uh, in recent history. And you know, the Flames just haven't made any noise in the playoffs at all with this with this core, other than beating the Canucks. I mean, other than that, they've they barely won a game. And Goudreau's lack of production has been a big reason behind that. So. I don't know, man. I, they they need the stars in the series to step up for Cal like Johnny Goudreau needs to be there. Look at Winnipeg's forward group. Okay, Eilers does he does he, he need does, to be there for, for sure. Calgary to move on, or can someone like Matthew Kachuk take over the series? Now, I was going through the best goals of the season so far. Dot dot dot. I believe YouTube and NHL have been doing that. Kachuk, I know about the goal in Nashville, but there was this one goal he scored against LA, I think, off the boards. Where he kind of cradled it off the boards and just kind of did a two-tap thing and went in. Just a beautiful goal. It got me really thinking about him being the most important player on Calgary. How much is Johnny Gaudreau needed? Of course, he's, he's a great player. He's a fantastic player. When he's at his best, he's one of the best in the league and Calgary's a better team. But what if Matthew Kachuk can take over a series? Seems like that type of player. Oh, for sure. And uh, again, I think my kind of point there was just, you know, you look at the the Jets forward group and, you know, why not Ooh. Wheeler? Why not Shy why not Shifley? Those guys arguably, arguably have more experience and more talented players. Um, but I, I, it is a big deal. I think, you know, this could be Johnny Gaudreau's last crack in Calgary. I think all the eyes are on him no matter last what. Last crack in Calgary. All the eyes are on him no matter what. I know he's got a couple years left in his deal after this, but um, probably next year they, you know, he talked to the Calgary reporters or what, what I've heard from them, I guess, on the radio um what they're saying is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're doing that eh? calgary media just turning on gaudreau just forcing this guy out of town you know there's been so much talk about that just across canada and vancouver it's it's remarkable eh? that the pressure that these canadian teams have on their players and it's, it's remarkable i could already see that happening yo calgary is one of those markets it's not a sexy city it's not a sexy place but calgary really really fucks with hockey uh, that may Definitely, not sound yeah. surprising at all, but I'm talking when you go there during the season, it is it is all hockey. And, and just look at how they represent in the playoffs. Oh, man. I mean, talking about uh, cities that fuck with hockey, I mean, look at Winnipeg. Ooh, yeah. Winnipeg's probably arguably a crazier market. Smaller, Ooh, I, but crazier. I would want to know what's crazy. I don't know, bro. I think Jets I don't games. Know. I don't know, bro. The I whiteout really they had in the know. playoffs, I think those Jets games were insane, man. I think they were insane. The Sea of Red in Calgary, I, I just... It's the red just brings back those memories as Canuck fans, though, a little bit, you know? We picked Man. it on Canucks Wisconsin, Calgary, the Canucks' biggest rival of all time. Biggest rival of all time. Straight Sounds up, weird to say, say, but a lot of playoff history there. Um, the Winnipeg Jets, I had, can they overcome their bad defense and mediocrity? And I was kind of curious to see how both teams had performed after Calgary switched to Jeff Ward. Calgary was 11th in the NHL, Winnipeg was 21st. Winnipeg was, you know, pretty much, again, similar situation to the Canucks, like held up by their goaltender, you know? 
you look at the Calgary Flames, there's an argument they're a more complete team. So, uh, again, one of the best matches of the first round, as you said last week. 100%, 100%, 100%. And I think uh, we didn't even get to talk about goaltending. Winnipeg obviously has the upper hand there. Yeah, for sure, man. Straight Connor up, Hellebuck, straight up, straight up. He's going to win the Vezina this year. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much the difference in this series, I think. It could be, could be. Or yeah. Matthew Kachuk, we'll find out. I mean, you could say this for the Canucks and Wild, too, the next series I got on the list here. But, you know, Mark again, if he could be like Connor Hellebuck, like he is the X Factor in the series as well. I'm I'm so confident in Marchand because of how how badly he's proved me wrong, you know? Straight mm-hmm. up. I remember making a, a video of what was called then what? We're talking hockey or something. And I was just shitting on Markstrom because that's how, that's how bad he was. And everyone knows he's turned it around. He, he's done remarkable things for over 13 months of being on the ice, his last 13 months of being on the ice. Now we get this guy who's going into his first playoffs. I read a piece on Sportsnet. Sounds highly motivated. We, we, we all know about what happened with him and his family and his father, rest in peace. We've all seen this guy's trajectory and, and the roller coaster that he's been on in his career. For some reason, I have no doubt in my mind that Markstrom is going to be on top of his game. His, his only, we, we could say that this might be his only big contract he's about to sign going into this offseason that, that's unknown. Like, when is this offseason coming? Nobody knows. He really needs this, and I think he really wants this. This guy's been through everything. He's going to be able to pick it up. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah, He's going to look good. Yeah, Does that mean a victory? I don't know, but he's going to look good. Definitely, and I think if he faces a lot of shots, with he, which he certainly could. Because the Canucks defense sucks. Exactly, he, and that's when he plays his best. Like, you know, there was that crazy stat when he had more than 35 shots this season. He, had some, he was something like 13-2-1. Just the craziest numbers. You facing 35 shots, you keep, your, you keep your Canadian team in games, you will be talked about, you won't be excused. You, you will be excused for it if the team loses. We're, yeah. we're not stupid. We know what good goaltending can does uh, can do. And and all the best to him, man. I don't want anything but fantastic things for Jacob Markstrom. Straight up, based on the year that he's had, based on how many times he's proven people wrong, especially in the latter part of his career. This doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. Highly touted goaltender when he gets drafted. The best prospect outside of the NHL. And absolutely sucks for a long period of time. Like, sucks. One of the worst goalies in the league. And he's been able to, you know, put himself in an opportunity again after tragedy to get paid. Fat and I want the best for him, man. Straight up. Yeah, straight so up, do I, man. Up. And I honestly don't think there's much of a question mark with Markstrom. I Me think too. He, he's definitely the X factor. But the question I actually had for the Canucks here was, will they generate enough offense to overcome the Wilds defense? Yes, because, man. Are you sure about that? Like The Wilds are one of the best defensive teams in hockey. Canucks have one of the best top six units in all of hockey right now. What, dude, 100%. You don't think out of the 20, what, 24 teams? Yeah. In the dance, you don't think that the Canucks have a top-ranked forward group? Top 10? Oh, yeah, dude, they're top six for sure. I don't know about their whole forward rank, to be honest. Well, just play those guys. They're top six. Play those guys. (laughs) 20 minutes each play those guys. guys. More than that, even. Playing round, I'm telling you, anything can happen. Minnesota, on paper, nowhere close to the Canucks when it comes to star power. The Canucks on talent should win. But in a five-game series, let's, let's, let's be real, anything can happen. In a seven-game series, man. the better team, the more talented team, has more of a more of a leash. Not in a five-game series. Travis Green, I expect him to play the top guys a lot. Why play guys like Brandon Sutter for yeah, tw- 14, 15 minutes a game? Who has here. pulled out of camp, by who the way, Who does he have to, quote-unquote, shut down? If that, that theory was out there, you know? We needed Sutter out there more. No. This is the time to play those young guys in that top six for a long period of time. Give them 22, 23 minutes. Yeah, Tire them out. 
Among, four the, off. among the skaters, they're the biggest strength of the Canucks along with Quinn Hughes. I mean, the rest of the team, you pretty much bench. If you could just play those seven guys, you know, all the time. I love it, man. Throw, like, throw a little Roussel Goddard for Tannen in there. Yeah, there, that, that's there cool. Perfect. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool, man. I, I think the Canucks get the job done. Top end talent because of that uh, against that Minnesota defense. I really do. And I have a lot of respect for Suter, obviously Dumba, Brodeen. You know, they're good players. I don't know the fancy stats. I actually don't know what they've been doing. You know, Jared Spurgeon, really good player. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're all, that top four is great at limiting chances with Dumbo, Brodeen, Suter, and Spurgeon. Yeah. They're all great top four defenders, and, and they're good at the, defending the puck and keeping chances away. Uh, Minnesota can collapse around the net, and it's it's effective. So, Well, you didn't see that photo, though, of Pedersen and Hughes being the last ones off the ice? You didn't look into that? No, I saw that. I what saw do you that. think they're talking about? To be honest, though, man. For the city, for, for Vancouver. We're not losing to Minnesota. <laughs> Embrace the fake, baby. Let's and don't go. lose to Minnesota. That's a better hashtag. I honestly think maybe maybe I'll put a bow in this series for now. But yeah, um, when I look at the Minnesota defense, you know, again, that team is so much based on structure and grinding. I think it's harder to do that when you're not in the rhythm of the season. I think in games like this, when you're coming in cold and you haven't played, it's going to benefit the offensive guys who are shiftier, who can make moves. Begsy bringing it. I believe in that. Yeah, I believe so in that. I, so I, I believe in that, bro. And you can throw an, an even more solid theory out there. This one just makes sense because, uh, you know, I took science in grade 11. Canucks are younger, a lot younger. Their best players are a lot younger. Um, I think that actually matters in these types of circumstances when it's like, yeah, okay, I go did, play in the playoffs. I think it plays a factor, but I think that plays a bigger factor than than being older and having experience, to be honest. But who knows, man? Like, who knows? Again, I'm, not, I'm not as confident about that. <laughs> to okay, be fair enough. Fair enough. Might be some bullshit. Hey, hey, it's Kyle Bound. It's Trevor Beggs. It's Silky and Filthy. Best hockey show you haven't heard about. Hey, check out the rest of the network, the Nux Misconnect Network. Power of the Towel. This week had Jeff Patterson on. Just a great conversation between two people who have, who have great squirmy voices great squirmy voices i, I love that is, word i get excited listening to them like they're they're both very excitable people yeah I love man. It. excitable is that, that a word great energy excitable. excitable is a word this is not a great word if you could describe my voice because if my voice isn't squirmy your voice is bouncy bouncy you got a bouncy hey, voice Colton, I, I knew it Colton doesn't fuck with me you know i know like he gets annoyed at me but hey i'm telling you man we brothers man Colton got bounce go check him out <laughs> bounce collection playlist on Spotify, let's keep it going. Let's keep talking about these series, man. We're not even... We're, well, a, we're, we're a quarter of the way through. I forgot okay. we're not talking about all 24 teams. We're talking about the play-in tournament. Let's hey, talk okay. about the play-in, man. Okay, okay all right. let's so keep it going. Next series is Nashville and Arizona. Oh. Um, let's, start with, let's start with Arizona first. I think I do think this is the most forgotten series by a lot of ways. Um, but Phil Kessel, man, like we heard it from Catherine Silverman when she was on Silky and Filthy early in the season. You know, there's a lot of talk that Phil Kessel has been playing hurt all season because he wants to keep that Ironman streak alive. He's played over 800 consecutive games in a row. So I'm curious if having a healthy Phil Kessel is going to do anything for Arizona. Ah, you know what? Why not, man? Phil the Thrill. I'm not going to talk shit again about Phil the Thrill. Do I talk some smack about the Arizona Coyotes? Yes, I do. I guess I'm aggravated. Yo, from those lockouts. Honestly, the Arizona Coyotes are a fucking boring hockey team. But if you think about it, Taylor Hall and Phil Kessel, it's a pretty sick duo. Like, hopefully they could do something. Yeah. Pretty sick top twenty-five <laughs> duo. That's what we talk about here. Phil Kessel. No, I, I respect what I mean Phil in relation to the market more than anything, right? Because yeah. I, those are bigger stars than Arizona's had in a long time. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. No offense to Shane hey, hey, Dome, no, but these guys know, are talented we, hockey we, players. Yeah, just reality. Come on, let's be real. Let's be honest. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beck, Silky and Filthy. These guys are stars. You know, <laughs> Arizona. Taylor Hall's two, the, yeah. two years away from the fucking MVP. Taylor Hall. We talked about Jacob Markstrom. Okay. We talked about Jacob Markstrom wanting wanting that money. <laughs> Taylor Hall, go get it too. Go get it too. 
he will have a very, very fascinating next couple of weeks here, especially with the the potential of a of a bad series here. Potential, you know, he could he could not show up here, and then entering a, a, a free agent market where there's a flat cap and just a lot of weirdness. You know what I'm saying? So go go get it. You know, go solidify that that big Panarin like contract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's gonna be hard to do with this cap, though. I think. Yeah. I think the more likely scenario for Taylor Hall is I wonder if he takes the route of, you know, I've I've made a lot of money in my career so far. He hasn't hit that, you know, huge Panarin payday, obviously, but he's made money. Yeah. You know, I wonder if he looks at a team again. I think Colorado's gonna be the one that gets thrown out there because yeah. Colorado's actually got cap space, and maybe he wants to take a deal for a couple million less and go try to win a fucking Stanley Cup. Like that'll be a crazy decision for Taylor Hall. Does he want to stay in Arizona where? It, Things appear to be mediocre for mediocre, mediocre, mediocre for the, the for the foreseeable future. Or do you go to a team with more promise who has a great sentiment to play with, and you try and go chase that cup? Yeah, do it, man. Go, go get it, Hall. You know you've been losing for so long. I, you got to get paid. I get it, but you you mentioned a an, a very interesting team there. They're not in the plan tournament. We're talking about Colorado. They are still going to have some cap because let's be real, you know. McCarr, not making much. McKinnon, not making much. Uh, next year, they also get who? Oh, Bowen Byram. He's not going to be making much. Who, who else would they, they... They might get Newhook. Could that be a yeah, thing? Could he enter the fold? Yeah. Oh, he's not going to be making a lot. Go for it. I could see that, man. I could see that. You know, that... They would make more sense for a guy like Peter Angelo, wouldn't they? Ooh, that's actually... A, that's a really interesting one. Ah, you know, I'm an interesting guy, yo. I say a lot of interesting things, and, and sometimes I, I might say some smart things. Okay, Alex Peter Angelo... Colorado Avalanche next year. Yeah, I I don't think they do it because I just wonder if they are going to have to commit money to Cam McCarr. They are going to have to commit money to Bowen Byron. If Petra Allen's going to do it, he's going to have to do it on a short-term deal, and I think he wants to hit that big payday. I honestly think Petra Allen's going to stay in St. Louis. Me too, me too. I don't think I he's going think anywhere. Like, he just seems like the guy, he's the captain. He won a cup. They've been great. Like, why the fuck would he leave? Or just explore the market. Figure it out. Yeah, Figure maybe. it out. Who knows? Why are we talking about... Colorado, let's move on. Because <laughs> we talked about Taylor Hall. That was the yeah, connection yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. On Nashville, quickly, honestly, are they overrated or are they a dark horse? This, I think I've heard both sides of the equation here because if you look at Nashville, they have experience. They're a couple years away removed from a cup, but I honestly think they're more overrated than anything. You're a hater, they have a yo. bunch of Again, five-game series, anything can happen, but they have a bunch of guys who have underperformed this year. Roman Yossi's been the one standout guy. It looks like Yossi Saros finally took over the crease, but that's been a huge problem for them this season. I just think this Predators team has a lot of flaws, and unless yeah, a lot yeah. of guys turn things around, they might struggle in the series against Arizona, even though they'll probably be, probably be favored. You know what, Begsy? I'm not going to spend time talking a lot of shit about Nashville here because I, I've realized that my heart is growing softer for those American markets that really care about the game of hockey. Yeah, okay? fair enough. I don't like That's you, t- I don't like you talking shit about Nashville in a series against Arizona. I'm starting to think that you actually fucking love Arizona. Soft spot, man. You know, got, got to grow the league there. Remember that shout-out I gave it to Batman on the last show? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, Nashville, I, I respect y'all. I want the best for y'all, and I do think that you have one of the best players in the league, Roman Yossi, who also needs a new contract at the end of, what, next year? All right? These moments matter. Go get paid. And, again, he's one of the best players. I look at this. Could they be overrated? I guess so because there's something stale about them. Which is kind of odd because they've they've added some new players. Yeah, it is a and little they've bit let odd, go yeah. of some faces. Uh, a yeah. PK Subban. 
yeah, they, they didn't excite it us. It hasn't enough worked this out. Year. Yeah, this year. And, and a lot of changes. Like, Laviolette left, and they brought... John Hines. They brought him in. So it's, it's not, it's not quote-unquote sexy. I can get why Nashville is, is flying under the radar, but you... You just you just trust a team like that based on once again having one of the best players in the league and just being deep and, and playing Arizona. I, yeah, I get, Arizona did not have a good you know latter half of the season. They were definitely one of the like worst teams in the league. Yeah, yeah, straight up, half. straight up, man. Yo, Surprisingly, Vancouver just got lucky, man. Literally playing the worst team in the dance, literally. That or Montreal. Yeah, well, maybe we'll get to Montreal in a second, man. Oh, sorry, we got one more series in the West first. Uh, for Edmonton, Edmonton Chicago series, last one in the West series. Silky, filthy, puck talking, bullshit. Who else for Edmonton will step up other than McDavid and Drysaddle? And does it matter? <laughs> or are they just going to do it all on their own? Nick I'm just, cur- I'm just curious. Who else is going to, who else is going to step up? Is well, a- is anyone else going to be a factor in this series? Maybe for Zach Edmonton? Cassian, just based on. There's like costing it and just, stealing a game for something. Just based on his. He just looks like a playoff dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know Cassian. what I'm saying? And he's been a character all season. It looks like he lives for these moments. And let's be real. He, he's he's Zach Cassian. He's probably going to be most likely in that top six. Top nine. There's going to be a good chance, a really good chance that he's going to be playing with McDavid oh, he's in the or top, Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's opportunity there for him to, you know, kind of kind of shine. But it's going to be because of Drysaddle and McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight up, straight up. Goaltending, I, I don't trust it there. Really don't. Really don't at all. Boston had a good season, though. Better save percentage than Markstrom. Ah, ah, that's all I got to say. Ah. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, puck talking bullshit. Uh, I, and then I kind of mentioned it off the bat there with uh, with Koskinen, but I kind of wonder if the Blackhawks can exploit the Oilers' flaws. Because the Oilers, they're a good penalty-killing team, but they're not a great 5-on-5 five five team. They're the not great at defending chances. Undertaker. The Undertaker. Okay, what happens... If Chicago gets swept here, nothing, right? Nothing. It's 2020 off season. They the, weren't even that they're good. Not, they're not gonna, even going to have a goalie of Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Up. You know what I'm saying? It's just, do they have a lot of pressure on them? Is that their greatest strength? The fact that there's nothing riding on Chicago to do well here. Does that stuff matter? I'm I not an it, athlete. I'm just a podcaster. Their, it is probably the biggest strength, to be honest with you. And they got some star power up front. Obviously, the Oilers should win. On paper, they're the better team, but let's see, man. Let's play. Let's play What's the game. Up? What's up, man? I'm let's just, I'm just asking games. the questions today, baby. I'm liking it, man. Chilling. You see my fucking elbow on this desk right here. Just relaxing, talking about hockey with the homies. Is this summer, Kyle? Man, studio. is this summer, Kyle? Do you, think, do you think you're different I'm in the summer? I'm uncomfortable right now. I need to like wipe off the sweat. We yeah. got the AC running because we're recording this episode of Silky and Filthy. Kyle Bound, Trevor Beggs. Puck talk and bullshit, baby. Fucking puck talk in the summer, man. I love it. Yeah, we, oh we, we did the summer tour last year. We gracious, talked about that. Man. That was a lot of fun. But, man, oh we actually got man. real hockey Tenduri to talk about. Tenduri chicken on the grill on a patio. And you got game three playing with the Canucks up 2-0 against the Minnesota Wild. We watching hockey in the summer. You don't think we fucking happy, bro? Yeah. You don't think we fucking times. happy, bro? You just have a beer in your hand and you look at your dad because you're social distancing. You're just at home keeping your circle tight. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a beautiful moment, man. That's what I'm waiting for, brother. I think we'd all love to see a long playoff run here in August for the Canucks. Nah, just give me, the a, give me a round, but. sure. <laughs> I brace the fake. Give me a long one, but hey, if I can get one round win, a a, a playing play round win, win, yeah, yeah, you're happy. <laughs> that no, that that'd be a lot of fun. It would be, yeah, for sure. Oh, sorry. All right, okay, let's keep it going. Let's rip through the east. We're sweating buckets here. A warmest day in Vancouver of the Ooh, year. We fucking love it, though. We it's getting hot in here. Let, let's be real. We're not going to rush through this because it's the east. It's because we're fucking hot. 
No, it's because of no, the no, East. no. It's, it's the East. The East. Yeah, okay, East is least. West is best, bro. Exactly. All right. First series: Toronto and Columbus. And my Maple Leafs question: Can they avoid a monster collapse? You know, Toronto just hasn't won anything so far in the first round at all. And you know, you can kind of excuse those loses, those losses to Boston over the past couple of years. You can excuse the loss to Washington. Those are great teams. But the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Maple Leafs really going to miss out on the playoffs because the Columbus Blue Jackets. I think if one mark is going to freak out about their team losing, I think it's probably the Toronto oh, Maple Oh, yeah. Leafs. But what does a freak out look like? What does a freak out look like post-2020 play and it's loss? All, it's all social is it media. Anything? Is it's it anything? Media, I think, right? But does it result in anything? Are we seeing change? Are we seeing a trade? Are we? Are we? I don't know, man. They, they've already made probably... You know, their, their most drastic move, you know, getting rid of Babcock early, quote-unquote early, yeah. bringing in Keefe. And now it's 2020, bizarre times. Does a collapse actually bring real change? Those are the, thing, those are the things I want to see, and it's, it really does start and end with a potential Toronto Maple Leafs collapse, right? It does, Straight yeah. up. They, they can set the tone. That's a juicy fucking story, man. It is, bro. I, I think we're all cheering for Columbus to do it. I think it would be, it would be a good story, too, like the underdog towards I'm it not just does it Columbus. again. I'm not cheering for Columbus. I'm kind of cheering for Columbus. Sorry. I'm cheering for Austin. Matthews, I got I got the worst team ever. Sure, <laughs> you know, people probably hate me because I'm from Vancouver. Always talking about those guys, but hey, good, you know, you know a longer little playoff run for just those star players. Just because they're entertaining doesn't mean you yeah, want them to dude, win. Entertaining? Oh, why not, bro? All right, why all right. not, bro? And yeah, the Maple Leafs do make for entertaining. Yo, whatever, hockey. man. Y'all can that. watch Nick Foligno at 9 a.m. on a Wednesday. I'm yeah. a, I want to scroll through tw Twitter and pretty see like a Matthew snipe. I don't know. I don't know. Who who knows what it is? Again, I've said this on record many times. There was never a time in my life where I was supposed to hate the Maple Leafs. Straight up. Straight up. Because they sucked. Yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah. it's been I awesome. didn't grow with that hate. I didn't jump on no bandwagon and hate like you, Trevor Bags. You, you get sick of seeing like Sundin on the highlights all the time when you're no, like, 10 years old. No, because last time I checked, I had a fucking remote in my hands, you know? <laughs> but when you want to watch sports we, on yo, the TV when there's not media like, and easily bro, accessible. bro, don't you remember when we were growing up? We had the options, bro. We had Sportsnet Pacific. Oh, did, did I say specific? No, you said Pacific. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense too. Yeah. Sportsnet specific. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So we kind of had like more catered content towards us. I know it's annoying. I get it, but they sucked. It was kind of hard to to hate yeah, mediocrity. I, I, I've explained this story many times. Yeah, no. I I, I, I kind of want to see Toronto win this series. Can't see them lose because, again, it's a five-game series. Anything can happen. And Columbus was just playing the right way, and they've been through a lot. They've been through a lot. Straight up, over the last year, a couple of big names gave up on them. And Torch has somehow done it. Well, Elvis, he's done it. He's done it, man. Uh, okay, my question about Columbus quick. Uh, I was wondering, who can they muster the magic without Artemi Panarin? Elvis can. Hey, Elvis man, can? I've been listening to more Elvis. <laughs> Elvis is cool, man. The music, it works, man. Yeah, yeah. There you go, man. There you go. Straight up, straight up, straight up. All right, next round, we're going Islanders and Panthers. Yeah, that's probably my least favorite round. Uh, uh, you know what? Matt Barzell, go get it. Go get it. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say about the Islanders, man. Do, yeah. do you remember that Matt Barzell guy? Yeah, BC I like bud. I feel like I don't talk about it as much. He's a BC boy. He's a BC bud. A BC bud. BC bud. That's we true. called them BC true. buds on the Nux Misconic Network. I hope him all the best. Go get that dub. Go get that dub. You know, Florida. Yeah, we're Team Islanders here for sure. You know, Florida's been through a lot. Uh, I trashed that market a ton. Straight up, straight up. They've been through a ton. Maybe, uh, maybe a, a win can excite the city and have people actually stay home there. You know what? Yeah, Fuck yeah. it. You know what? Scratch it. I want Florida getting to the Stanley cup final. Okay. I want the Florida Panthers making a run so they convince the city, you know, to stay at home and watch the local act 
go for the cup. Maybe that will get Florida staying still. You know what the other worst state is? Arizona. Oh, Arizona. <laughs> Are we hoping? Yo, does the world Florida, live? Arizona final, man. Yo, can America? Save the most lives. Holy macaroni, dude. Can America, yes, America, be saved by a, a Stanley Cup final of, of Florida and Arizona? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> no, I think a lot of people just wouldn't watch, man. It's summertime. Mm, no one like you get a lot of people not listening, you know. Not even if the Arizona Coyotes and the Florida Panthers, your home cities, are 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 playing in the Stanley Cup finals. You don't you don't think those markets would stay at home? Unless they watch win. on those TVs of theirs who's, and not who, go out in the sun because they gotta watch the Stanley Cup finals. Is that important in those markets? I would think so. That's a deep run, right? I don't know. Is is it important in those markets? I think Sunshine's pretty They'd nice. They'd rather too. go out. I don't know about that. Hopefully not. Hopefully not, man. That, hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully we never find out about that, man. I don't know. But even if humanity can be saved, yeah. honestly, if if that's the no, cost sure. of it, of course. Yeah, definitely. If humanity definitely. can be saved here in North America because Arizona and Florida can, can take a run at it and inspire those in their city to stay at home and just watch games, so be it. So be it. If it has to come at the expense of a Canuck loss in the Western Conference Finals, it is what it is for yeah. humanity. Yeah, fair enough, man. Straight up. Okay, well, let's just move on. Fuck Florida. <laughs> Next segment. Uh, Carolina and Rangers, my favorite series uh, so far. Um, Rangers, <laughs> how many minutes per night will Savannah and Panarin play? Because like, I think they're pretty much easily the two best players. Like, They're the kind of guys that need to be playing like McDavid dry settle minutes because there's a big yeah. drop-off on that team yeah. after Panarin. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Again, I, I see in these five game series these stars, and I, I don't know if this is saying anything new, but they're gonna they're just gonna be relied on heavy and, and playing a lot of minutes in yeah. these five game series. You play your best guys. They've had a couple months off. Uh, again, I know I know that's not just easy to pick it up and play a playoff game. There's risk for injury. I just see these coaches doing it. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these teams, I get it in, in their trajectory, in, in their map. They're, they're on stage two, stage three uh, of their curve, of, of their development into where they want to be. But if you're risking it all to be in this dance and you're you're away from your families and you're away from your homes to play in the bubble, I think everyone has the mentality on top of just being an athlete and being born to do this and being bred to just always wanting to win. They're just like an added thing there. All these motherfuckers want to win. Yeah, and they should, Straight right? Up. I mean, everyone should have the energy. I honestly, I've said it before. I think it's gonna be the best hockey we maybe Dude, we've ever seen. I think seen. so too. There's a risk. It's gonna be nuts. There's a risk of it being sloppy. Of course, I get it. I get it. But these are the best of the best professional athletes. Different beasts. They're gonna figure out that rhythm and, and that want and that need. And and again, it's gonna hit them that they're stuck in this hotel and they can only they can only play hockey. That they're gonna want to make the best of it. And the, come on, man. For most They're of them, man. I, I think so. I think so. This, this is going to be some really good hockey. Yeah. I think I so. I agree. I agree. It's going to be amazing, man. Hurricanes, Rangers, I think could be one of the best facts, series Facts, well. facts, 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 facts. Um, the Hurricanes, okay. Overall, they're a better team. I you, I know you're pumping their tires before, but will goaltending be their kryptonite? Like, I look at the Rangers, and if Sturkin's the guy who was in the regular season, like, that's a huge win for the Rangers over what the Hurricanes have. Now, Reimer's been good. Shesterkin. Shesterkin. Okay. There you go. Pretty close. 
So Reimer's been not bad, and then they also have uh, Peter Mrazek, who's had social numbers, but the guy they had in the playoffs last year. Again, I just don't really trust either of those guys. It's the Krypton end of this team. I, I fuck with Mrazek because he's got that personality. Yeah, yeah, he's fiery. He's fire, man. He's fiery. He's funny. We're in the playoffs. Woo! Carolina's just fun, man. They're fun. So they're are the fun. Rangers, though. But they're the both Rangers fun, are, and they're both good markets. Yeah, the Rangers are more, like, reckless, like, fun on the ice, Ooh, you know? and Panarin is just one of the nastier players in the league right now. We're talking about a top three, top five talent every single game. You never know what those players. Heart honestly, Heart Trophy nominee. Straight Heart up, Lindsay, congratulations, yeah. man. What a player, bro. What a player. We've talked about it before. Look at his points per game since he's been in the league. Yeah. It's uh, it's up there. One of the best, straight up. One of the best, man. All right, so let's go to the last team here because we're sweating buckets. All right. We're sweating buckets. We're I want to take my buckets. shirt off. It's Woo! so hot, man. Hottest day in Vancouver. And we out here podcasting about hockey, puck talking bullshit. Not much bullshit. Hey, but we, we love our hockey listeners. I, I guess that's what we have to do once again. If J-Pat gives the network a shout-out, we have to talk about hockey, man. Just for a bit, man. Okay? No, that's, that's bullshit. Keep that, it going. That's what my favorite thing to talk about, man. Hey, so let's go. Hockey's like coming back. I like bullshit. I feel like I'm 12 years old again, man. Woo! I got to mature up, though. Come on. I'm having a kid. Like, let's be real. Yes, Can't be on. feeling like I'm 12 years old. I know. That's I know. not fair. I know. I know. Uh, all right. Last series, Pittsburgh-Montreal. Pittsburgh, who starts in net? I do think there's a lot of teams that can ask that question, but I think it matters most in Pittsburgh because when you look at the matchup, Pittsburgh is clearly better than Montreal, but who starts in net? Like, and they both these guys are restricted free agents. I love how it you will know? always be a results-oriented business. I love how loyalty doesn't exist. It doesn't matter, you know? It doesn't matter that Murray got you two cuffs, made you, you know, get rid of Flurry. Yet, you have to still ask yourself this question. And it makes sense. You know, Tyson Jerry, that's how you say his name, right? Yeah. That's a that's it. Tristan Jerry, sorry. Tristan, did I say Tyson Jerry? <laughs> when I said Tyson, Tyson Jerry. Yost. You mentioned Tyson Yost. Damn, Jerry. damn, damn. I was like, yo, did I say that right? They don't sound right. Two first names. Anyways, the competition is there. I guess that's a good thing. Right in these short little little battles in this tournament, and we're talking about this, right? Imagine being the bat. Like if you're if you're going into the bubble risking it all, you don't want to be the backup. You want to play games more than ever, especially if both those goalies feel like they deserve it. Yeah, exactly. That's and I think Murray's man. got something to prove. Like I know it was a four game sweep last year. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't great. Yeah, you know the Islanders got some leads in those games. Straight up, straight up, ball, man. So. Straight up, and. I think Crosby. for that reason they go with Jerry, to be honest, but he has a short leash. Yeah. Because he was the, by far the better goaltender this season. Wow. Crosby could actually do it too. Uh, we brought up the scenario, right? Like, where do we talk about where do we talk about Crosby being on that list if he gets a fourth cup? You know, and that's a question that, you know, we, we may need an answer to in October. That They could do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone can do it, especially Malkin and Crosby, barring any sort of goalie controversy, they could still do it. Yeah, they could, man. And, and, you know, again, Crosby got three, but I think of a guy like Messier who, again, I think most people say Crosby's a better player. Messi had a great career, but Crosby's, Crosby's a better player. But you look at Cups, but Messi's got five, six Cups. Mm -hmm. Crosby's got three. You want to see Crosby get with the best of all time? He does have to win maybe one or two more. Yeah, straight up. I think so, too. And I think, okay, so, yeah, Pittsburgh, they're going to be Montreal. I got one question for Montreal. They're, they're, <laughs> kind, of, they're kind of the analytic darlings of the season, the Montreal Canadiens. So I wonder if, you know, they were one of the best teams at generating chances, especially when they were healthy. You know, that's about the only thing they got going from them other than a hot carry price. But I wonder, you know, Pittsburgh, when you look at the, the fancy stats, they were about a middle of the road team at five on five, but their offense is so good that they just don't need to take many chances. And they have the lead a lot. So again, 
We'll see what Montreal does no here. No chance, bro. You know <laughs> yeah, what? No I want no Montreal chance. to lose, and I want Minnesota to lose, obviously, because you know, I want my city watching more hockey. But those two markets, I want them to lose because go get that number one pick, one of you. Hopefully. Go get it because y'all need it. Or, y'all deserve it, too, or in, my, in my opinion. They deserve it. I, they have a great market, too, there. And, and just based on, again, the symp- sympathy towards who left them, sure. Those teams deserve it. Yeah. Montreal lose. Forfeit. Obviously not, but hey, go get that number one pick. Yeah, Straight Montreal. Up. That's what we want to see Montreal do. That'd be awesome for that market. Let's go, man. And seriously, let's go because I'm, I'm sweating buckets, man. Yep. Cold yep. shower. That was fun, though, man. That was air. fun, dude. Two and a half weeks. Two weeks and change. Like I said, two, two weeks. It's actually less than two weeks to the first exhibition game. Okay. You, you still think those games count, eh? Yo, but look, at, the, look at those that matches, much man. In lo- you're that much in love with the game of hockey. This guy's talking about Yo, we haven't exhibition, seen hockey. Are you kidding me? We games. haven't seen hockey know, in I'm, four I'm months. I'm fucking with you. Yo, yo, I'm Tuesday, taking the July 28th. I'm taking the day You got day Pittsburgh, off. Philadelphia, Toronto, Montreal, and Edmonton, Calgary. Woo! I know it's exhibition, but like, yo, rivalry games. Those games matter, man. by the NHL. Those games matter. Those are the biggest exhibition games ever played in NHL history, probably. I don't know. No, they just, are. Yeah. Saying that, but those are, are big me? games. Of course they are. Those are tune-up games. Tune-up games. Be historic, Yo, be man. safe. Be safe. That bubble. Stay in that bubble. You know, <laughs> I've already heard some rumors in the, in the NBA resulting, well, not resulting, but around leaks in the bubble already. Yeah, we don't It's want- going to be hard. It's not easy. It's yeah. not easy. We do not want a leaky bubble in the NHL. We don't, so we don't, we don't, everyone but, you know, we're just selfish part, watchers, out. right? Yeah. Who knows how it is living that hotel life for months. Stay safe. One love. Thanks. You know, we should be saying that after every, every podcast. Thank you, NHL. Thank you, players, <laughs> for risking it all for entertainment, for monetization, and the love of the game. Straight up. Yeah, and I got to drop the filthy bastards thing because I have this whole coronavirus thing, you know, just ending up, I like starting with the silky, ending with the filthy, but yeah. I like filthy bastards. Not, just, it's, just not, not, it's just not good this time. Yeah, we, clean, we don't want you to be fr- clean filthy bastards. bastards. Clean bastards. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So, so straight up. Keep it with the clean bastards, man. Uh, thanks for listening. Two weeks away. NHL hockey. Silky and filthy here on the Nux Misconduct Network. I'm Trevor Biggs. He's Kyle Bowen. And we'll catch you clean bastards next time. Thank you.